The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Mock Draft Friday. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. We do have a mailbag coming up a little bit later. I suspect we'll get to some of our news items in that show because we have a lot of news items, but we have a draft that is starting right now. And we got the whole gang here. Dave, Heath, and Jamie are here to break down this mock draft. We're all picking. Jamie has the second pick in the draft. Uh, Heath, the 12th. And Dave and I are in the middle. Dave is fifth, I think, and I'm ninth. And we'll tell you about our teams. But also we have seven listeners, seven viewers or listeners joining uh, in this draft as well. So we will, if you're getting ready for a draft, this should be a pretty helpful episode. And here we go. I'm not even going to introduce the guys. Let's just get started here. It's three receivers. It's full PPR. There is a flex. We have six bench spots, so it's a 14-round league. And as of now, we have a minute on the clock in between picks. Might have to shorten that at some point, but the first pick is Justin Jefferson, and Jamie, you're on the clock. Uh, I think I'll just go with the uh, easy choice here of Jamar Chase. Okay. Jamar Chase is uh, is the pick. Dave, you have the fifth pick. I do. Give me your, your top three right now. You got three players in your queue. You know you're going to get one of them. Who are they going to be? Well, I've got three players in my queue. It's McCaffrey, it's Eckler, it's Bijan Robinson, but I'm I'm making it a point to draft players that I don't have many shares of. Fortunately, there is a player who I just named that I don't have a lot of shares of. And so if he makes it to me at five, I'm going to take him. And that's the rookie. Okay. McCaffrey was the third pick. And Tyreek Hill, the fourth pick. So now you have to decide between Eckler and Bijan. And and so this is where I'm using this as as a testing ground. And it's not exactly what I want to do. I would take Eckler here. But I'm going to take Bijan instead. Because I want to see what it's like. All right. I'm, it's gonna. You know what? It's going to look like the same damn thing. <laughs> you know who I'm taking? I'm taking Travis Kelsey. I haven't taken him. There yet. you go. That's that's what I was going to say. Like, if you're going to switch things up, and I love the idea of switching and trying new things, 
like taking a young running back instead of an old running back, I'm not sure accomplished as that. Right, goal. right, right. That taking the tight end at five. It's like, it's, like, yeah. like, it's almost like you gave ESP and I caught it in my brain. I was like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I should do. Went with Kelsey. Let's see how this turns out. Yeah, the only thing maybe that I'd say about that is um, I did have a league where I took Eckler fourth, I think, and then I took Devontae Adams, and I felt like, ooh, man. I, I brought this up on the show the other day, I think. That's a little too old for me. I, I don't love having two players who are typically past the age where a player at that position is good as my first two picks. So at least you won't have that problem with Bijan in the first round. Uh, Kelsey is the pick at five. We're waiting for Doug to make the pick at six. Come on, Doug. Don't auto. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing? You're with Patty Mayonnaise right now? Make this pick. All right. I gave him another minute. Let's see if he's in the. Uh, I, in the I think chat. we should just let him auto pick. That's going to happen in some people's drafts. They need to be prepared for what happens if somebody goes on auto pick and starts taking the top projected player every round. I think I'm going to do top player in the rankings of the analysts that just drafted most recently drafted if there's an auto pick so dave just drafted so if doug does not make the pick i will give him dave's best player highest rated player which would be austin eckler quick i gotta change my rankings let me promote a few things um while we're here and we've got all of our draftathon items that are available you can find them at tinyurl.com slash fft donate and that includes a spot in the leftovers podcast league so that's a 10-team Superflex half PPR league. Heath and I share a team, and it's nine uh, audience members. So if you want to bid on that, that's available at tinyurl.com slash donate. We've got live streams every Tuesday night. To, oops, sorry about that. I got to mute that computer. Uh, live streams every Tuesday night to help you get ready for your drafts. We have the mailbag coming up later. You can email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. You can write us an Apple Podcast five-star review with a comment about why you like the show and a question, and we'll read most of those on the air. And the last thing is the Fantasy Football Today Championship. It's a tournament between all of you, anybody who wants to join, basically. There are a limited number of spots available in the managed leagues. Those are like 12-team leagues that end up in a tournament. But the best ball is open. Go there. Go to our Facebook page if you want the information. There's a Google form to fill out. We ask. It's an optional St. Jude donation. On the Google form, there's a link to where you can donate put FFT championship uh, when you donate so we can attribute it, you know, say we raise this much money, whatever. But it's just a way to play more fantasy football, either best ball or a 12-team managed league. Um, please go to our Facebook page. Just search for fantasy football today on Facebook. I think I promoted enough things there. The last three picks after Dave took Kelsey were Eckler, Cup, and Bijan. So we've had eight picks. It's basically the same eight in every draft, right? It's Jefferson, Chase, McCaffrey, Hill, Kelsey, Eckler, Cup, and Bijan. That was the order here. Hill going a little earlier than I expected. So that brings me to my pick here. And, you know, it's it's PPR and it's three receivers. It's an easy Stefan Diggs for me. The only thing that doesn't make it so easy is I think the wide receivers in the second round might be better than the running backs. Um, I don't think Barkley or Pollard will make it to me. But I could easily go with two two uh, wide receivers to start. So let me take Stefan Diggs uh, as the ninth overall pick. And we shall see if uh, if Pollard makes it back to me. Heath, you've got uh, Barkley as the 10th pick. You're on deck, Heath. Who are the two players in your queue right now? 
Well, I've got three because I get to make two picks in a row, but uh, it was Amon Ross St. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and Tony Pollard. So it looks like I am going to be drafting the Cowboys. Now, I'm just really going to struggle here for a moment with, do I want to take a running back in round one, (laughs) or do I want to start with a wide receiver? But uh, regardless, it's going to be the same two guys, my number 10 player, my number 11 player, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb. Okay. And... All right, that brings us to Austin, who took Amandra St. Brown just before Heath was going to take him. Um, and with the best players available are Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. We have Nick Chubb. Devontae Adams just went. So I am on deck, and I am. I'm, I know people in this draft are probably watching the stream, but I am hoping for Nick Chubb here. If it's not Nick Chubb, I'll probably take a wide receiver. And Derrick Henry went. So I will take Nick Chubb and go... Diggs and Chubb with my first two picks. That means that the team picking 10th started with Barkley and Derrick Henry. Jamie, what do you think about that? Not taking a wide receiver in the first two rounds, starting with Barkley at 10 and then Derrick Henry in the second round. Perfectly fine with Barkley in the first round. Hate the Derrick Henry pick in the second round. I would have definitely taken uh, either A.J. Brown or Garrett Wilson, who was on the board. Brown would have been my preference. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like the that running back duo. I don't think Derrick Henry should go in that spot ahead of those wide receivers. However, Adam, I, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I had a question for you about the Nick Chubb pick because I've been thinking about this, and I know, like, from a from a running efficiency basis, why this is the case, but from an actual fantasy football scoring basis and PPR, what what do you think is the reason for the big gap between Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon? Mixon's a year younger. They both saw their number two running back disappear last year. They're both. Mixon's been slightly better in full PPR, I think, but they've kind of gone back and forth and where they finish. Chubb's a borderline round one pick, and Mixon goes in round three. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Um, oh I don't boy. think we'll see that gap continue, but I, I, I do think that Chubb has a higher ceiling. I mean, look, if, if Mixon, if I felt like Mixon was going to make it back to me in round three, I wouldn't have taken Chubb there. I think there's no chance Mixon will, but... It's a great question. I, I I think Mixon might just stink, and they could get away from him. Yeah, another auto pick, by the way. Oh, who was it? Mahomes. All right, that's a fine time for Mahomes. We'll we'll keep that. Uh, yeah. What's your take on that, Heath? Um, well, I've got them. I think back to back at the two three turn. So that's kind of why I was asking. I I don't have an answer for why Chubb's going so much higher. I think it's because there's a lot of people who believe that. Kareem Hunt's departure will lead to Nick Chubb just getting every touch. And he's already been like one of the best running backs in the NFL. Like if I asked you to name who are, who are the top five running backs, forget about fantasy. Right. You know that, Chubb's going to be on your list. And I think that's the, that's the point of contention that I have is like, it does seem like Chubb's going around earlier because we just view him as a better player, but it's been, five years now that these guys have both been in the NFL and that, that difference has not really shown up it's the true. last three, at least in terms of fantasy production. And it, I think in a non PPR league, it's a really easy thing, but in PPR Mixon might catch 40 more passes than Nick Chubb this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. I think uh, I'm hoping for a more expanded role in the passing game, maybe something like 30 catches for Nick Chubb. As I said, in the, in the eight games in 2019, before Kareem Hunt arrived, he was on pace for 53 catches, and then as soon as Kareem Hunt arrived, he lost that role. 
Um, I'm hoping for the best offense that he's ever played on. And that's actually something we saw from Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon had his best season when the Bengals' offense got better. So I'm hoping for that. Of course, we should probably talk about that report, the scathing report about how bad the passing game has looked, uh, the athletic. Jamie, you just took uh, Josh Jacobs. I think we should we should talk about that. Maybe we'll do that when Amari Cooper gets drafted or something. But let's catch up on round two here. After I took Nick Chubb, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, Patrick Mahomes, which was an auto pick, but 19th overall. I don't even know if he'll make it that far in most drafts. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. So after Nick Chubb went, oh, Calvin Ridley, wow, went in round two. It's six wide receivers and Mahomes, or is it five wide receivers and Mahomes? Wilson, Waddle, Mahomes. Dave took A.J. Brown, then Devontae Smith, then Calvin Ridley. And then, Jamie, you went with Josh Jacobs. You still had Jonathan Taylor on the board. Joe Mixon went right after you took Jacobs. Why did you take Jacobs there? I feel more comfortable with Jacobs at this point than I do with Taylor. And I didn't want to go back to back bangles there. Just, you know, I don't, I don't want to do what Heath's doing. Um, so uh, taking Jamar Chase in round one, wow. uh, I would not have taken Mixon at that point. So uh, Jacobs was my highest rated player and I had no problem taking him in that spot. He could end up being a steal if he's there for week one and doing what Josh Jacobs is capable of doing. Right. So then Giggity, who has the first pick overall, took Justin Jefferson at the two, three turn, Giggity went Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor. And it is just crazy right now to be drafting when Taylor and Jacobs are available close to the 2-3 turn. It's exciting. It's also a little risky. But, uh, all right, Jamie, I'm gonna, I suspended the draft as so I want you to talk out your pick for everybody. You have Jamar Chase and Josh Jacobs. You've got Josh Allen. You have Jalen Hurts on the board. You also have Chris Olave and T. Higgins. I doubt you're taking Higgins with Chase. You have Mark Andrews on the board. What are you going to do here and why? Uh, I'm going to skip quarterback because I don't really love taking quarterbacks early. So I'm going to go with Chris Olave because I don't also, also don't want to take uh, Mark Andrews. So I've not gone this route yet in any of our drafts. And so I'm going to take Olave here with the uh, second pick of the third round. All right. Uh, Dave, you're, you're three spots away from drafting. Now, here's a scenario for you. In the first round, you took Kelsey. Kelsey. Then yeah. A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Let's say Josh Allen is off the board, but Jalen Hurts is on the board. Would you consider a stack there of Brown and Hurts? I would, but there's one receiver left that I would take if he if he makes it to me at 29th overall. Debo oh. Samuel just went. So Calvin Ridley yeah, went. I need 20- I need another pick like that. <laughs> Calvin Ridley went 22nd, and Debo Samuel went 27th. And there's what happened. I there- got there. Uh, all right, but now, okay, Jalen Hurts goes, so now Dave's right. on the clock. You're, are you going to take Higgins or are you going to take uh, Josh Allen? Those are the only two names in my queue, so good on you for recognizing that. I know that Josh Allen's amazing. It's a pretty good value, but this is a three-receiver league, and I'm trying to do something different, and I don't want to take a quarterback and a tight end with two of my first three picks. Not when I've got to start three wide receivers. I'm going to take T. Higgins. All right, let's say this had been a two running back, two receiver flex league. Might have taken Josh Allen, maybe. Okay. Oh, the person who took Mahomes, auto-picked Mahomes, is, should we just give him Josh Allen? I guess I'm making picks for him. Uh, what do you think? Give him Isaiah Pacheco. How about, why don't we give this team Mark Andrews and see how that works out with okay. no wide receivers in the first three rounds. So that would be Eckler, Mahomes, Mark Andrews. Picking six out of the six spot. Uh, Jamie, uh, Ridley in round two, Debo early round three. Your thoughts? I don't like it. Um, I think it's just too soon. 
certainly for Debo, uh, but I think in terms of Ridley, you probably could have gotten him in round three. So I don't love those two picks based on where you're drafting them. I think it feels a little bit just like a reach. Uh, obviously, if they if they hit, they're going to be fantastic, but you're asking Ridley to be completely the same guy that he was after missing a year and a half, and you're asking Debo to recreate one season that he's had comparatively to the three others. And I just don't think that's realistic for both of them. All right, I've got two players in my queue. I'm up next. And my two favorite players here are Josh Allen and Travis Etienne. Uh, I will take one of them, which is interesting. I don't love not having two wide receivers at this point, but I will almost certainly take a wide receiver in the fourth round unless there's incredible... Oh, Amari Cooper. Wow. Oh, now, God darn it. Oh, boy. I was hoping he was going to take one of Allen or Etienne. I have to take Josh Allen. I have to take Josh Allen here. That's an awesome value. This is... This is the old, this is like last year, maybe two years ago, fantasy quarterback advice, which is you can't believe the value at the quarterback. Uh, It's just sitting there. You have to do it. And this is an example of that. This is rare to see, though. Usually you'll see Josh Allen go a lot sooner. He almost went four picks ago to me. So I, I love that you got him there. And this is just, if you're in your draft and a quarterback is just sitting there and you can't believe he's there, don't think twice. Just take the quarterback. All right, so Amari Cooper gets one spot ahead of Josh Allen. We like him in the fourth round anyway. This is the middle of the third round. Here's DK Metcalf. So I know there are a lot of picks that that we think are a little too early. Calvin Ridley, Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, and DK Metcalf. Now, if this is happening in your league, it's a wide receiver heavy league. All right, Travis Etienne is falling. Jameer Gibbs, Ramondre Stevenson, they're also on the board. Aaron Jones, Heath, you're on deck. Um, Jameer Gibbs is the pick. All right, Heath, you've got Pollard and Lamb. So let's see. Dak, is it too early for Dak Prescott for you? It's a little too early for Dak Prescott. I, <laughs> I, man, I just cannot. And I'm generally the guy that really struggles to answer when people say, what is your favorite draft position this year? Um, I cannot say enough how much I hate drafting at the end of the draft this year and especially hate the three, four turn when you're drafting at the end of the draft this year. It's just absolutely awful. Um, I'm going to take Christian Watson here just because I think at this point you might as well just shoot for whatever you think upside is at at this turn because you're not really going to get good value. And then I'm sticking with Miles Sanders in in round four. It's funny because the draft we did yesterday, I picked 12th and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it either. I, I so, mean, but I there are, like, there must be guys here that you like at the three four turn. So for me yesterday, it, it was half PPR versus PPR. So I don't know how much that would have changed things. But I started four wide receivers in a row, which were Diggs, uh, AJ Brown, Jerry Judy, Christian Watson. So that was my first four picks, and then came back with four running backs of Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, uh, Khalil Herbert, and Isaiah Pacheco. And I was thrilled to death with that start. Well, right. hopefully not to death. I uh, I can't believe that Travis Etienne is still available as we're at pick 39. I have the 40th pick. Another Look, value pick. You gotta, I'm go for it. Right. So one of my big in – in a league where you have to start three receivers, even if you just have two receivers and a flex and it's PPR, I really want two receivers in the first four rounds. Um, I'm not going to have a good receiving core. And I just have to be okay with that because Josh Allen to me was great value and Travis Etienne to me is like an early third round pick. Maybe I'm too high on him, but he's certainly worth the 40th overall pick to me. So it was either him or Hopkins and I just 
I mean, like now I have Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, and Stefan Diggs. But we, we, we did this Tuesday night, though, with the same thing. It was very receiver-heavy, if you recall, in that draft that we did on our live stream. And, again, our, our ADP on CBS is combining all the drafts, so non-PPR, Superflex, all those things. So take that into account. Based on average draft position, in the first four rounds, there are 17 receivers being drafted. In the draft we did Tuesday night, there were 25. And so that shows you, I think, in a three-receiver PPR league, there are going to be a lot of wide receivers getting pushed up probably in some spots that we don't particularly love, as we're seeing here. So I think the thing that you're doing is how do you separate yourself from that scenario where everybody's going to probably have a decent receiving core and you might not. You take two running backs you consider to be top 12, top 10. I don't know where you have Chubb and Etienne ranked. Uh, but a top two quarterback and you know top five wide receiver, that's a pretty good place to be. Uh, I think Etienne would be 12th for me with, a lick, with Mixon being 11th, unless they're 10 and 11. But I think Mixon, 11... ETN 12, uh, something like that. So to me, I have two top 12 running top 12 running backs, a top five wide receiver, and a top two quarterback. Dave, you're you're up, uh, you're on deck. After I took ETN, well, we'll take a look at the fourth round. Actually, you know what? I'm just I'm sorry. I'm gonna pause the draft and recap for everybody at home. The third round was Jonathan Taylor, Chris Olave, Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurts, T. Higgins, Mark Andrews. Keenan Allen in full PPR to Casey Simons, who is running the FFT championship, by the way, the one I told you about earlier, who started his team with Cup, Waddle, and Keenan Allen in PPR. That's scary. And ended up with Ramondre Stevenson in the middle of round four. Uh, Amari Cooper, we felt, was too early in round three, right? I'm not speaking out of turn there, right? Too early for Cooper? Yep. Uh, Josh Allen... Uh, fourth to last pick of round three, DK Metcalf. We like him better in maybe late round four or five. Jameer Gibbs, right spot for him. And then Heath took Christian Watson. And then at the at the first pick of round four, he took Miles Sanders. And then Jerry Judy. At this point, three quarterbacks are off the board. This is a six-point-per-passing touchdown league. Maybe this was a surprise, fellas. Justin Herbert went with the third pick of round three. Uh, four. Four, sorry. So he went. He was the fourth quarterback off the board. Is that? I know that's not how you guys rank it, but is it okay with you in a six point per passing touchdown league? Yes. Okay. All right. I've, I've got a pretty big gap between Jackson and Fields, but ahead of him. Yeah. And then I took ETN, and then Lamar Jackson went as QB five, and then there's Ramondre Stevenson. Even the people who were down on Stevenson after the Zeke acquisition, does, do we think this is a good spot, middle of round four for Stevenson? Absolutely. Late. Yeah, especially in full PPR. This this is value. That's good value. All right, I'm going to resume the draft here with Doug on the clock, but Doug is basically us, so I will give him Heath's highest-ranked player, which is Christian Kirk. Oh, uh, no, that's his highest-ranked wide receiver. Let's get his highest-ranked overall player. Aaron D- Jones. Doug has Eckler, Mahomes, Mark Andrews. All right, now, all right here's my question, though. He doesn't have a wide receiver. So do we have to give him your highest-ranked wide receiver? Give him Aaron Jones. <laughs> Just He's going zero receiver? Two top 15 running backs and QB1 and tight end right. two? He's got Aaron Jones. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break here. We'll come back with Dave Richards' pick after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Dave is on the clock. Dave has Kelsey, A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, and what are you going to do here, Dave? You made it very easy for me by not giving DJ Moore to Doug. That's what I think you should have done. Uh, I have DJ Moore ranked out of Christian Kirk in full PPR, and he's good enough as a number one wide receiver when you've gone in a different direction in the first three rounds. So if you're going kind of a zero wide receiver build and DJ Moore's there in round four, you should have taken him. And that would have put me in a tough spot. I might have reached for DeAndre Hopkins if you had done that. Mm. But you didn't. And so DJ Moore is coming aboard. And now I've gone full zero RB, Kelsey, AJ Brown, T Higgins, DJ Moore. I, uh, is, is it weird that I like this, Adam? No, you got two back? more rounds to go zero RB, though. At least one more. Yeah. You at least got to take your quarterback or another wide receiver. I can't guarantee I'm going one more round. I don't know <laughs> if I have it in me. We'll see. You should, I mean, don't do it just to be a goofball. Like, take the best player, you know? If I'm being a it's goofball, a good, it's a good I would have taken Why a quarterback would you not do it? already and, yeah. and a kicker, you know? Uh, the Doug's team is the goofball team, sort of. I think Doug's team looks. I think it's a really good team. It's not bad. It's Eckler, Aaron Jones, Patrick Mahomes, and Mark Andrews. Who's his number one receiver going to be? Probably like Drake London. Maybe if we're going Christian on his rank, he's going to get Christian Kirk. Yeah, he's going to get Christian Kirk. <laughs> well, he won't Nobody take Christian Kirk because he's Christian moving Kirk towards me. It'll be Dave's number one wide receiver. It'll be if that's the case, then it'll be DeAndre Hopkins. If I don't take DeAndre Hopkins, except Nate just took DeAndre Hopkins. Najee Harris fell uh, to the 45th overall pick after Dave took DJ Moore. DeAndre Hopkins comes off the board. Jamie's on the clock. Jamie, you have Chase, Jacobs, and Olave. Yeah, this worked out really well because I have the opportunity to take uh, my favorite running back in this range, which is J.K. Dobbins, which is what I'm going to do. And then I still have the opportunity to take another uh, player at that position as well coming back. Um, yeah, along with the potential of a quarterback as well. So I'm, I'm very thrilled with how this worked out. Yeah. Well, that would give you three running backs and two receivers uh, in your first five picks if you went with a running back in the next round. Is that something you're comfortable with? Absolutely. It, at this point, knowing any, that I have Chase and Olave, for sure. Was there any thought to looking at the guy who's picking one and started with two, two running backs and a wide receiver? And no, because I mean, I'm, I'm a dot. I'm a Dobbins guy, so if I want to make sure I get him, I'm going to draft him. You know, right? So. And you're going to be able to get the other guy coming back anyway because he's got two running backs. You can say the guy's name. I think it's more important in a mock draft to just say the guy's name for the, our listeners and viewers. Madison. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's Damian Pierce if he's there. Oh, okay. Um. All right, hey Heath, what do you think of this horrible uh, report about the Browns' passing game from the Athletic? It's concerning. Like, we've got to take out everything with a grain of salt when it comes to just things that are reported. But the last time we saw Deshaun Watson playing football, he was not good at playing quarterback and passing. 
And like, we were hoping that that was just rust and it was all going to disappear and he was going to be fine this year. And so I, I, I talked about it, I think on Tuesday night on the breakout show or Wednesday night or whenever that was that I was ranking him 12 because I wasn't sure if he was going to be a top five quarterback or if he was going to be on the waiver wire. And I think that like that risk still exists. If we were going through camp and everything was just glowing about Watson and we were hearing he looks like the guy he was in Houston. And maybe even if we saw him play in the preseason and he threw the ball and completed a pass more than three yards downfield, then I would have reason to get encouraged about Watson being himself again. But I have none of those reasons right now. The uncertainty remains. I think he's very much like Anthony Richardson in that he could be a league winner and you could need a second quarterback. He also has not had Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore has been in and out. So hopefully things get better. But that was, I mean, I think we've said negative reports from beat writers mean more than positive reports because <laughs> it's a t- this is a time of optimism. And what was written about the Browns passing game was was concerning. All right. So there were a couple of picks after Jamie took Dobbins at the 4-5 turn. Uh, Michael took Jefferson, Mixon, Taylor with his first three picks. And then at the 4-5 turn, he took Deontay Johnson and Drake London. By the way, Mark Cabali, who covers the Steelers for The Athletic, wrote a lot of really nice things about Kenny Pickett and uh, and George Pickens and Calvin, uh, sorry, Austin, Austin Ridley. Uh, so in the passing what? game. No, Austin, what the hell? What am I saying? Calvin, Calvin Austin. Austin. Calvin Austin. Calvin Austin. <laughs> Calvin Austin Ridley. Steve Austin. Okay, my bad. Um, in the passing game. So... Okay, Jamie, my question for you was going to be, if London or Johnson had been available to you, would you have taken either of them ahead of Damian Pierce, who you ended up taking as your... No, no, I'm I'm very happy with this build. You know, I, I think the thing that, for me, that I, I'm comfortable with is if I have at least two wide receivers, and these are two of basically my top 12 guys. I think Olave's 13 for me. So, you know, I, very comfortable with with how this start goes. And then now I have the opportunity to take two running backs and then one who could be a flex. I don't know which of the three that I will end up playing. Obviously, I have to make a little bit of an insurance plan in case Josh Jacobs does have a holdout. But I'm thrilled with the opportunity to play all three of these guys. And I love taking shots starting as early as round eight on some of those wide receivers that are going after pick 100. So I'll draft them earlier. And so then I know I have the opportunity to kind of cycle through that number three wide receiver spot. So I don't necessarily need to prioritize running back anymore. I'm not going to stop drafting them, but I don't need to prioritize a position. And now I can just sort of stockpile more wide receivers that can be either my number three and my flex or, you know, maybe just one of those positions. All right, we got a running back run here in round five. Drake London, the first pick, and then four running backs in a row. Damian Pierce to Jamie. Uh, Nate takes Brees Hall. Adam, not me, takes Alexander Madison. And Dave takes James Conner. And that's a really nice run there of, you know, maybe you don't like all of them, but there are definitely going to be some running backs there that you like. So Pierce, Hall, Madison, and Connor. We gave Doug, the guy who doesn't have a wide receiver, we gave him Terry McLaurin. And then Casey makes an interesting pick. Casey takes his fourth wide receiver with Chris Godwin. Cup, Waddle, Keenan Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, and Chris Godwin. And just to set the board for you a little bit here, quarterback, we still have Justin Fields, right? Burrow yep. and Fields. Burrow and Fields. Um, and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, oh, am I on the clock? Okay, we had Mike Williams come off the board. Mike Williams going 56th overall. Was that too early, guys? A little bit. Just a little. a little too early. Again, though, you got to put it in context. All these receivers are getting pushed up. 
So if you feel like this is a guy that you want to take, he's probably not going to get to you in round six. Do you, do you like him better than Christian Kirk? I know Heath's answer. Well, can I answer that? Because I'm on the clock and I have to take a receiver. So you're probably going to take Christian Kirk. He's the highest ranked for all three of you. I am definitely going to take Christian Kirk, and I would have taken Kirk over Williams. Right. Yeah, same. But still, it's you know we're, we're probably talking a couple picks that Williams maybe went too right. soon. Right. Like maybe but. you try to get him back on the turn on the way back in round six, but he might not have made it. But I would have taken Kirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ken Walker. Maybe I should have taken Ken Walker. See, I'm Walker. surprised you should you should I thought you would have done that. <laughs> I damn it. I I really honestly, I really struggle to pay attention when I'm hosting and drafting, and I am sorry. So would think, you would you have taken that? I mean, you're you're very dead set on I need a receiver, I need a receiver. Right. Would you have gone Walker and then just say, Okay, screw it, I'm gonna see what receiver comes back to me in round six? Here's the complication. Yes, I Yes, I would have. The complication is I'm looking at Waller and Pitts potentially being available to me in the next round, and I really want one of them. So then I have to ask this question, all right, if I take Walker here and then a tight end, holy cow, am I going to have a weak-wide receiving core? But so what? But right, you know what? So what? Get your favorite players. We have a waiver wire for a reason. You can be strong at flex, be strong at tight end. That's the thing. It's it's, Yes, you have to start... Obviously, three receivers are three receiver elite. You have to start a flex. You have to start a second running back. I mean, if you're getting great he, players at those positions, why would you overlook it? He already had the second running back. In fact, Adam's loaded at running back, and he, right, but, he but needed two more he, spots to fill at receiver. But he, he has a conviction Walker that Ken Walker is going to have a huge season, and that's his yeah. flex, and that's still just as good as a borderline top thirty wide receiver at this point to be his second wide receiver. Yeah, but is like Kirk he, a borderline has, top thirty? Adam, you have I, I you have so. Ken Walker. He's a little better than that. You have you have Ken Walker as what a top twenty wide running back at this point, top fifteen. How high do you have him in your? Uh, I guess in I'd your make believe rankings, probably around twentieth. But I would say I take him as early as like the four or five turn. But yeah, you know what? That's the thing. If comparing him to Christian Kirk, you know, I I, I Kirk is still risky. It's You're not, up again, by the way. Yeah, it's not like I was going to take Ken Walker or DeAndre Hopkins or something. You know, I I think I should have taken Walker there, and I am going to take Kyle Pitts here. Um. Let's recap some picks, though, because Heath had a really nice turn with Hawkinson and Dotson. After I took Kirk, Ken Walker went, Justin Fields, TJ Hawkinson. So it was time for the tight ends to come off the board. We had Kelsey in round one, we had Andrews in round three, and we had nobody until the last pick of round five. So, Heath, you get Hawkinson and Dotson. We'll talk about your team in a second. Then Darren Waller, Brandon Ayuk, and Kyle Pitts came off the board. All right, Heath, picking 12th. You said you didn't love it, but you've got Pollard and Miles Sanders. You've got Lamb and Christian Watson and now Jahan Dotson, and you've got TJ Hawkinson. How do you feel about that? I I was very thrilled that TJ Hawkins fell to the end of round five. I've never been a huge Hawkinson guy, and I don't like it when he goes in round four, but if I can get Hawkinson at pick 60, that's uh, I I absolutely love that. You know how much I like Jahan Dotson. So I've got CeeDee Lamb, a number one wide receiver. I've already got two of my second-year wide receivers. Like Whether you like my team is going to come down to, obviously, the, the Miles Sanders debate because that's he's the polarizing player there, I think. But uh, no, I love the receiving core, happy with the tight end, and uh, I've got a plan for everything else. Okay, after I took Kyle Pitts, that gave me Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, Stefan Diggs, Christian Kirk, and Kyle Pitts. Javante Williams was taken. Javante Williams went ahead of Rashad White, ahead of James Cook, David Montgomery, uh, Alvin Kamara. Did Javante Williams go too early, guys? 
I think it's fine. Uh, a little bit, but that's fine. Okay. George Kittle. So look at that. That's four tight ends in a span of seven picks, I think. Uh, yep. James Cook. I gave Doug James Cook. So that gives him three wide receivers and only three running backs, and only one wide receiver through six rounds. Mahomes, Eckler, Aaron Jones, James Cook, Mark Andrews, and only Terry McLaurin at wide receiver. Dave, I know you were excited about the pick you just made. You had Kelsey, three receivers, A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, D.J. Moore. You had one running back in James Conner, and you took? Joe Burrow fell to me at pick number 68 overall. And I had to take him. I did a quick double check before I picked. I wanted to see if the four managers drafting after me in round six had quarterbacks or not. Three of them, including Jamie, did not have a quarterback. So I was under the impression that Joe Burrow had 0% of a chance of making it back to me. I don't know how he made it to me, but I'm happy to put him on my team. I will struggle at running back with this team, but I'm, uh, I'm loving what I've done. Dallas Goddard gets picked, so now we might have a little bit of a lull before we see more uh, tight ends. All right, Jamie, you just took Trevor Lawrence. So Jamar Chase and Chris Olave for you, Josh Jacobs, J.K. Dobbins, Damian Pierce, and Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah, I'm assuming you would have taken Burrow there. Oh, absolutely. So then you take Lawrence. All right, we'll see what happens here at the 6-7 at the turn with Michael on the clock with three receivers and two running backs. He has Mixon and Taylor at running back. He has Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, and Drake London at receiver. All of the there's a tier of tight end and a tier of quarterback that are gone. So that's interesting the way it played out for Michael. So we'll see what he does here. Like the best quarterback available would be maybe Tua or Watson or Richardson. And the best tight end would be like Fryer Muth or Njoku or Ingram. And he took Marquise Brown. So yeah, like what do you do? You just build your depth at running back and receiver here? You don't you don't reach, obviously. I wouldn't, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I looked at it. I was thinking I would I would take one running back and one wide receiver here. 100%. Um, but it wasn't necessarily probably might not be the guys he would take, but that's the position I would take. Yeah, he took Marquise Brown. See the best running backs available. We got David Montgomery, Rashad White, Alvin Kamara, Cam Akers, and he took David Montgomery. So that's a, that's a really good job. Marquise Brown and David Montgomery, he's got four wide receivers and three running backs, and he'll be in very nice position. I would say in 24 picks, I think there's a very good chance that Tua is there. Um, but we know there's plenty of good quarterbacks left uh, for Michael. All right, Jamie, walk us through your thought process here with your team of Lawrence, Chase, Olave, Jacobs, Dobbins, Damian Pierce. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting running back options here, even though I only have, I already have three, but... I still may take another one just because I, I like the opportunity of what could be a potential league winner at some point here. So even though I don't have my third wide receiver yet, I'm going to take Alvin Kamara just with the idea of if he hits, okay. he could be obviously pretty special. So uh, now I really am not going to worry about running back for the rest of the draft for a long, long time. And for the record, the best wide receivers available in Jamie's rankings were Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, etc. Uh, I saw something, uh, not like a beat writer necessarily, but one of those USA Today Vikings wires uh, saying that K.J. Osborne has had a great camp and he deserves to start. And Addison's at the concussion protocol for what it's worth. So is anybody getting yeah, I, cold feet there? I think it sounds like Osborne has uh, beat out B.C. Johnson. Definitely going to be that number two wide receiver for the entire season. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, at the very least, maybe we should be at least mentioning Osborne as a late-round pick. 
I mean, could, they throw just, the ball so much. He, he, yeah. he, 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 was, he wasn't bad as the third receiver last year. You know, so if there's any opportunity because they give Addison a little bit of a, you know, delayed start with the concussion and with learning the playbook, in the beginning part of the season, he can maybe give you a few good weeks in a deeper league. All right, George Pickens. So mm. he's the pick after Kamara. Then Rashad White. Oh, did you take Pickens, Dave? I did not. Oh, you took He Rashad was on White. my list, but I didn't get him. Is anybody starting to feel more optimistic about the Steelers' passing game? Yes. Why? Yeah. Well, there's that. If we're going to talk about beat reports from The Athletic, the one that said that Kenny Pickett had an amazing camp certainly sounds good. Pickens has had a lot of buzz. He was also mentioned in that same report about how his game has changed. He's changed his route running. He's been assigned different routes to run. And and there's talk that he could be their best receiver. And we've had this debate on the show. And Deontay's going to get his, too. You even saw it in the preseason game. But if Kenny Pickett has both those guys, and they, they've got you know other good options on top of that with Firemuth at tight end, Jalen Warren out of the backfield, uh, this team might throw a little bit more than than we thought, and we've said that about a couple of other teams. And that'll that'll go double if Najee isn't if he doesn't live up to the expectation that we had for him when he came out. So yeah, this is this is a passing offense I don't mind taking a chance on. All right, I want you guys to help me out with my pick here, and I want you to tell me what you think about the Eagles running backs. So we did have a preseason game last night. After Dave took Rashad White, it was Jordan Addison. Sorry, after Pickens, it was Gabe Davis, then Rashad White, Jordan Addison. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Khalil Herbert. I'm on the clock. I have uh, Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, Stefan Diggs, Christian Kirk, and Kyle Pitts. Still don't have my third receiver, still don't have my flex. I like the running back so much more than the wide receivers here, so I'm probably going to just take my flex. Best wide receivers are um, Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, Mike Thomas. Best running backs are Akers and DeAndre Swift for me. What did you make of the fact that Swift did not play last night and the other three running backs did? It seemed as if that was their plan prior to the preseason, that they were going to play Swift game one and then Gainwell and Boston Scott in game two. Uh, I think the fact that Rashad Penny only played, I think, with six snaps is a pretty good sign that he's probably going to make the team. Uh, Trey Sermon did some good things. The touchdown run was nice. He did some awful things. The fumble and some bad pass protection was terrible. Um, So he's probably not going to make the team. Um, I think we still don't have a definitive answer. If I had to ballpark it right now based on what their depth chart seems to say, I would say Swift is the number one guy. Gainwell's the number two guy. Penny's the number three guy. And I, and I just don't know. Like, I think you made the right pick there, Adam. I, I don't know when comparing Swift and Akers. I took that Akers. You can, yeah. That you can say that Swift in his situation has more upside or a higher floor than Akers. Yeah. It's, I don't think he can. Yeah, I took Oh, Akers. I think Akers has a much higher ceiling than yeah. Swift does right now. Right. I think he has a higher floor too, though. Yeah. I think he has yes. both. Yeah. I mean, would you take any Philadelphia running back before pick 80? And here we are, we're at 84 uh, right now. Swift in this range, yeah. But again, we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, again, and this, this, this might be the trend. This is now two PPR drafts that we've done in a row with various people. It's not like we're doing the same, same people over and over again. The receiver pushes Israel, and the running backs are falling. And so it makes sense if you can go wide receiver early. And I mean, who would have thought in the in the you know after the NFL draft or even before that when we were doing some of these drafts, you'd be getting a guy like Cam Akers, a guy like David Montgomery, you know Rashad White, you know some of the players that we liked in round seven. Like you know those are typically like round five picks. 
So I paused the draft because Heath is on the clock, and I want Heath to walk us through his his thoughts here. The uh, round seven is Montgomery. Uh, round seven so far, as we thought, no tight ends because the top seven are off the board. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, and no quarterbacks because the top eight are off the board. So Montgomery, Kamara, Pickens, Gabe Davis, Rashad White to Dave. Uh, da- Jamie took Kamara. Uh, Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Khalil Herbert. I took Cam Akers, then Michael Pittman, then Isaiah Pacheco. Heath, you're going to make your two picks, and then we're going to take our last break. Your team so far, you went with a couple of Cowboys, Lamb and Pollard, then Chris, excuse me, Christian Watson and Miles Sanders. Jahan Dotson is your number three receiver. TJ Hawkinson is your tight end. You do not have a quarterback. You do not have a flex right now. You are, sir, on the clock. I'm leaning pretty strong towards taking two wide receivers. There are three wide receivers who will be moving up my rankings either this afternoon or in the morning when I do my next update. And they're all at the top right now of my wide receiver rankings. Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, and Zay Flowers. Those three guys I have had as late round seven picks. They're now here at the 7-8 turn. I'm going to take two of them. The only thing that, and you might have to give me one more reset here, but the one thing that is stuck in my craw that is maybe presenting preventing me from doing that is the fact that I look at Tua and Anthony Richardson, and I don't think either one of them are going to come back to me. And I really, really would like to have one of those guys. But the fact that I already started with Lamb and Pollard, I may just embrace the Cowboys oh, stack, assuming both go. of those guys get taken. So uh, I, I think I'm going to go with the veterans. It will make my team less popular in the chat, but Michael Thomas and Mike Evans... And if one of those two guys is what he has always been, then good grief, my receiving core is insane. Yeah, I would have done the exact same thing. Nice job. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we will finish up. We're into round eight. Um, I hope somebody takes DeAndre Swift before it gets to me. Otherwise, I'm going to you know, be like, damn it, because uh, I <laughs> need a receiver. All right, we'll see what happens. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football Today. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we've got Team 11 on the clock. That would be Austin. He went with Amonra St. Brown, Devontae Adams, Jameer Gibbs. I think we like that start. Jerry Judy. Yeah, this team's good, man. Justin Fields, Darren Waller, Isaiah Pacheco. So the starting lineup for Team 11 is Fields, um, Jameer Gibbs, and Pacheco, which is not, you know, a little little weak there, but that's okay. Uh, Three receivers are St. Brown, Adams, and Judy. Woo! And he gets Darren Waller, and now Antonio Gibson. And this is where, like, if we could talk more about this DeAndre Swift situation 
I think if you look at it on paper and you say who has more upside, who has more downside, Cam Akers versus DeAndre Swift, it's very easy to see the Akers you know, argument, which we already made five minutes ago. But if I wanted to argue for Swift over Akers, over Gibson, who just went, it's this. I think Swift is a great player. And I know the Eagles are among the most explosive offenses in football. So it might be hard to see it in a projection or right now just to see it. But as the season unfolds, he might just be amazing. And that is what I was worried about missing out on when I took Akers. You know? And now you're going to miss out on Swift because he just got sniped right Good. In front. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But I would have taken him over Gibson because I don't want Me too. A, a commander, basically, over Right. Heath, you would have taken Gibson or Swift? Um, I would definitely take Gibson over Swift. Um, I would have taken Gibson and Swift over Pacheco. Okay. Um, and both of those guys over Khalil Herbert. But um, like this, this range of running backs, like I, I do, like I was the huge DeAndre Swift guy a couple years ago, and I do think that it's possible that, that that full talent profile still exists. I'm just not sure that he's the type of guy that is going to get run out there on 70% of the snaps even. And if he does, I'm not sure he makes it more than three or four weeks. All right. Uh, last pick after Gibson and Swift, we had Sky Moore to me, Evan Ingram, Anthony Richardson to Casey. We like Good Casey. Pick. Yeah, Casey's got a fun team. Casey's got Cup, Waddle, Keenan Allen, Ramondre Stevenson. He only has one running back through eight rounds. Ramondre Stevenson. He has Chris Godwin at his flex, George Kittle. So let me ask you this about Casey. Again, Cup, Waddle, Keenan Allen. Oh, I have to make a pick for Doug. Schaefer, make a pick for Doug. Can you do that? Give me a thumbs up. Schaefer. Okay, thank you. Um, Cup, Waddle, Keenan Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, Chris Godwin. That's three receivers, a flex, and one running back. George Kittle. Now he's got a tight end. Takes a, a bench player, JSN. And then before his next pick... Khalil Herbert, Cam Akers, Isaiah Pacheco, Antonio Gibson, and DeAndre Swift are all gone. Was JSN a mistake for Casey, considering he already had four wide receivers and he only had one running back, and Herbert, Akers, Pacheco, Gibson, and Swift were all on the board, and now they're not? Nope, not that big he of a He should have gone Akers. Yeah, that's fair. Akers is the one that... Like, that that's a gift. Up. For the way that this team is built, that's just an absolute gift. But then he doesn't get Smith and Jigba, and if that's somebody he really wanted, he did what he had to do. I, I will say, I, I would that's guess Casey, Casey would like for us to have Ben Gretsch on the podcast again because that was a very Ben Gretsch move. You want one more potential elite wide receiver than you have room to start in case something goes wrong with one of them. And I do think that JSN is that, that kind of dude if everything goes right. But yeah, like from a strictly projection or – Looking at the whole season from this point today, Akers makes a lot more sense. All right. So round eight is Evans, Gibson, Swift, Sky Moore, Evan Ingram, Anthony Richardson. Remember, we went a whole round without a quarterback or a tight end. Now we're uh, nine deep at quarterback and eight at tight end off the board so far. Brandon Cooks, Samaje Pirine, Zay Flowers, and Dave's team. Now, Dave went not zero RB, but... No running backs in the first four rounds, and now you have James Conner, Rashad White, and Samaj P. Ryan. I bet you feel good about that. I feel good. Uh, I don't feel great, but what soothes the pain is having T. Higgins, A.J. Brown, and D.J. Moore 
and Travis Kelsey and Joe Burrow. (laughs) So I'm loaded everywhere else and I can, I can get by with Connor white and P Ryan as the start of my running back core. All right. I'm going to change. I suspended the drafts. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Thomas, uh, give me a thumbs up. Can you take care of that for me? Thank you, sir. We'll recap the rest of round eight. Um, Again, Anthony Richardson, Brandon Cooks, Dave took Samaje Pirine, Zay Flowers off the board, uh, Dalvin Cook. All right, we'll pause there. Dalvin Cook in late round eight. Brees Hall to the same team in early round five. So that gives him McCaffrey, Brees Hall, and Dalvin Cook at running back. No quarterback yet. Goddard at tight end, and Ridley, Debo, Hopkins, and Pickens at wide receiver. Jamie, what do you think about that team having McCaffrey, Brees Hall, and Dalvin Cook in rounds one, five, and eight? I mean, it's a it's a it's a huge home run if Brees Hall is anything close to what he was. And it's not having to worry about the the two guys being a complete timeshare and and screwing each other. So it's yeah. um it's not it's not ideal for me, but I don't. I don't mind it. You know, I just wish he would have probably taken two different wide receivers in the spots that he took him when he took Ridley and Samuel. Like if that's if that is Higgins right. and Olave, right? It's a big difference. Yep. Yeah. Right. We thought Ridley and Samuel were were reaches. for me at least. You know. Again. All right, Jamie, you took Juju Smith-Schuster as your number three wide receiver, and now you're on the clock. Yeah, I was happy. That, like I said, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine living in this range if this is the build that I have, and so. Uh, I took two guys that I like a lot. I, I thought Sky Moore would fall a little bit more. You took him uh, in in the eighth round. I thought Zay Flowers might fall to me. I thought he was actually going to end up being a pretty good steal Heath, when Heath was mentioning it at the turn the previous time. So uh, take Juju and Nico Collins with these two picks, and I'm, I'm thrilled about it. Yeah, Jamie took Juju. Then it was Tua Tungabailoa to the number one team, to uh, you know team in this first spot uh, in the draft. Uh, finally gets his quarterback at the last pick of round eight, and then... He, Michael, took Cortland Sutton. Jamie took Nico Collins. Heath is not going to get Dak Prescott because he just came off the board. Dave, you are on the clock. A.J. Dillon came off the board. Uh, Dave, you need nothing, really. You've got everything filled. So what are you going to do? So I'm reaching a little bit. I reached for one of my favorite running back stashes in Roshan Johnson. Love the way that he worked in, in the first preseason game. I know the coaching staff in Chicago absolutely loves him. Why wouldn't they? They drafted him. Um, and, and I don't think his path to being a lead back in Chicago is is that cluttered. I think Deontay Foreman might actually be on the way, out of the way, I should say. Uh, Herbert's still one of my favorite guys to take, and I still believe that Herbert can get close to 1,000 total yards this year. But if he misses time, I, I think Roshan slides right in, and I think he could be very, very good in this offense. So I'm going to have a very patient approach with him, I'm drafting him here at about 100th overall, and I, he will sit on my bench pretty much for the entire season. Uh, hopefully, he'll be in my lineup sooner than later. All right. I have to make a pick for Doug here. Somebody read me Doug's team. Doug has on his fantasy team Eckler, Mahomes, Mahomes Andrews, Aaron Jones, Trey McLaurin, I gave James him Cook, Jordan Addison. Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, I gave him Charbonnet. It's fine. Um, all right. So... You know, why Why is Jalen Warren not in the same discussion as Rashawn as The three guys who just went, A.J. Dillon, I mean, I get that. We Dillon's got a big role. Rashawn Johnson, Zach Charbonnet, though. Like, if we think Najee might stink, Heath, I'll get this question to you. And based on one drive in the preseason, Warren was a part of it. 
I feel like Warren is just going too late compared to these other, you know, handcuffs with some role. Yeah, I, th- I think I would agree with you. I would take Warren in the same range as Roshan and A-Chain and Penny, um, usually around later than this. And I think Dave said he was reaching a little bit for Roshan compared to his ranking. So I think Dave probably agrees usually around later than this too. Um, so it's not for me, it's maybe, it's maybe more that these, these handcuffs are going a little earlier than I normally take them than it is that Warren is going later. Um, but I might have to take the way they're going off the board so fast. I might have to take Warren at the, uh, the nine ten turn. Well, I just got auto picked Brian Robinson. That sucked. Cause I absolutely would have taken Traylon Burks. Well, just take him. Nah, that's all right. I'll, I'll just keep this draft going. Um, I really wish you it's would. It's a mock. Uh, all right, fine. I'll I'll, I'll back it out. <laughs> uh, I actually am I going to take Elijah? Yeah, I'll take Traylon Burks here. I like Traylon Burks, so I definitely need some wide receivers. Elijah Moore is still on the board. I'm going to take Traylon Burks though. Okay, sorry about that to uh, Anthony who did take Traylon Burks. Now you have to take someone else. Please don't hate me for it. That was kind of mean. Wow. So you not only yeah. went back yeah. and fixed it, yeah, but you took somebody who was you taken after you. That's you the told me to. Cardinal sin of resetting. Like you can't take somebody who somebody else took. You told me to. I wasn't going to do it. You would call Oh, sure. Me. Blame Heath. I always blame Heath. Yeah. That's kind of a, says something about you. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's wait for Anthony to, uh, to uh, make a new pick. How you guys doing? Big weekend plans? I'm going to the Giants game tonight. Nice. Good for you. I think yeah, the starters are going to play. They are for both teams. Yeah. Giants had an interesting week. Out of nowhere, they got a joint practice with the Bucks in because the Jets didn't want to practice with them. Yeah, very cool. That was fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, so. I'm sorry. I definitely – I'm getting killed in the chat for what I did. Deservedly so. And uh, I um, – yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. Quinton Johnston off the board, Elijah Moore off the board, Heath on the clock with two picks, rounds nine I, and ten. I have to admit something that I encourage you to reset that because I already had five wide receivers and I only had two running backs and I really wanted Brian Robinson. <laughs> so, <laughs> <I> the was, ethics. <laughs> I'm very happy that happened. And I think I'm at the point now where I've been pretty skeptical of Deshaun Watson, but thank you to The Athletic. If I can draft Deshaun Watson in round 10, yeah. I still think that that upside still exists. Now, I'm going to have to take another quarterback later. I'm very disappointed, and I do think I'm probably going to move Anthony Richardson up a little bit because I am disappointed that I don't have him, but I'm I'm happy with Deshaun Watson. All right, Brian Robinson, Deshaun Watson. Romeo Dobbs gets drafted, pick 110 overall. Uh, Anthony's on the clock now. Whoever he takes, I'm just going to make him take someone else, and then I'm going to draft <laughs> that player. Uh, he took Pat Fryermuth. So uh, let's look at some wide receivers here. I, I don't think it, it makes sense. I have Sky Moore. I don't think it makes sense to take Kadarius Tony. Also, uh, Jamison Williams is available. What do you guys make of the fact that he now has a hamstring injury? I think no he sh- looked terrible in the preseason game. No chance I'm drafting him in a redraft. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm out on him. Okay, I'll take Kadarius Tony, and I'm actually. Isn't that hope- the definition of the friendship strategy? What Moore and Tony? Late rounds, no. high upside, like it's perfect. Well, it's, usually, it's usually you're taking somebody early. Yeah, it's usually early and, and late um, where you like the value for both of them, but one of them is kind of guaranteed to be a starter if the other gets hurt or something like that. And I don't feel that way about the Chief, any Chiefs wide receiver. 
But I'm actually hoping that that I made that Tony pick and that'll free up a roster spot when they, when he's on pup or IR to start the season. Let's like, you know, maybe put it in my pocket. Uh, here's Jalen Warren off the board. Rashad Bateman, Jalen Warren. Uh, well, this will be our last round, and then we'll recap our teams through ten rounds. Um, okay, so Dave, you're on deck. Really a little disappointed with this team that auto drafted, but we'll make a pick. For Doug. Well, it was for scientific purposes. It's a he fantastic took a quarterback team. and a tight end with his first three picks. Give me a position for Doug. Why, a, uh, needs a wide in the grave. <laughs> Definitely needs a wide receiver here. I don't want to give him Beckham. God, I hate the wide receivers right now. I hate them all. There, there are very few good players I'm going left. off the board. It's 115th overall. I went with Rondell Moore way down in the rankings oh, for you guys. Okay. He wasn't that far down for me. Okay. Poor Doug. Beckham, Jamison Williams, Tank Dell, DJ Chark, Alan Lazard, Tyler Boyd, Adam Thielen. Uh, they are on the board. I took Rondell Moore. Dave, who are you going to take here? Got a tough call to make. I'm going to need the clock to reset because I didn't know I had eight seconds left when I was up. Tough call between my highest-ranked running back, which is Tank Bigsby, uh, Najoku, Kincaid, Let's see. What would I do? What What would Dave do? Oh yeah, it's time for Kincaid to be taken here. We're at a hundred. Yeah, but I've got Kelsey. Overall. I don't. I'm, I think I got to take Bigsby, and he'll be my last running back that I draft. Okay. Uh, Jamie, you're on. No, you're in the hole. Not quite on deck. Tank Bigsby, the pick. Round ten so far is Watson, Dobbs, Fryermuth, Tony Bateman, Jalen Warren, Rondale Moore, Tank Bigsby. And Tank Dell. Oh, Tankathon. A couple of Tank Bigsby <laughs> and Tank Dell back to back. That might be a good team name this year if you get those guys. <laughs> uh, Jamie, now you're on deck as we wait for Nathan to pick. Nathan has McCaffrey. So Nathan, I think, probably needs a running back because he has McCaffrey and two Jets. Might as well take Elijah Mitchell. He took a Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You should have taken Mitchell. <laughs> Jamie, you're on the clock. You took David Njoku. Yeah, that worked out well. You're totally going to take Kincaid with your next pick if he's there, right? Totally. Yeah. All right. Hint, hint, Michael. You're on the clock for two picks and doesn't have a tight end. So we'll see what he does. I think even if I, he may not even be listening. He took Jamal Williams. I think Kincaid makes sense for him. But what, who else do we have at tight end? Let's see. We have Dalton Schultz, we have Dalton Kincaid, we have Sam Laporta, Jawan Johnson. Michael may not get any of them if he doesn't take a tight end here. He just took Jamal Williams, and he took Dalton Kincaid. All right, Jamie, so now what do you do? You, you took your tight end and David Njoku in the last round. Kincaid's off the board. You go Laporta. Uh, no, I'm going to take maybe a steal. We'll see how this works out. I don't know how good he is, but he might get the starting running back job for the Eagles. So I'll take Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. Love that pick. We know that it's going to be a mess all year long, but look at the two running backs in front of Gainwell. Penny has had a hard time staying healthy. Swift, less of a hard time staying healthy, but still misses time. There could be weeks this year where Gainwell is their obvious lead back. Um, okay, let's uh, recap all of the teams through 10 rounds. The first pick, this is a three-receiver PPR league. First pick was Justin Jefferson. Team one has Tua, uh, Mixon, Taylor... Montgomery and Jamal Williams at running back. Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, Drake London, Marquise Brown, Cortland Sutton at wide receiver. 
and Dalton Kincaid at tight end. Like, love, hate, like, give me a word. If Taylor is right, I love it. Yep. Either yeah. you guys got a gut instinct on what happens there? Uh, he has a very crappy year. I'm leaning towards trade. Okay. Um, I love the team. Even with Dalton Kincaid, might be weak at tight end, whatever. You got Tua, and you're loaded at running back and receiver. Team two was Jamie. Jamar Chase, Josh Jacobs, Chris Olave were his first three picks. His starting lineup would be Lawrence. I'll just go. I'll go. Uh, yeah. All right. Lawrence, Jacobs, Dobbins, Pierce, Chase, Olave, Juju. With David Njoku at tight end and on the bench, Ju- uh, Nico Collins and Kenneth Gainwell. Oh, and Kamara. I forgot about Kamara. A uh, really strong team, I think, for Jamie. Anybody have any issues with Jamie's team? Not enough purple, but I'll take it. <laughs> I think if, if there was an issue, it's Dobbins and Pierce in rounds four and five. Maybe they don't catch a lot of passes and are more format-specific. But that's we're nitpicking. I mean, right? If we if we were going to nitpick Jamie's team, it's Josh Jacobs isn't with Las Vegas, and even if he was with them, can we really expect him to be as good next year or good this year as he was last year? Is J.K. Dobbins ever going to be the guy that we thought he'd be? Um, is Pierce going to be the guy? Like he's got enough at running back. I love the running backs. He's got four really good ones, and all he needs is to start two of them each week, maybe three. And the receivers are obviously dope. This is a great team. Okay. Um, team Thank three, you, Christian McCaffrey uh, was the first pick for team three. This team, we thought, reached for some picks. Uh, Dak Prescott, McCaffrey, Brees Hall, with also Dalvin Cook, um, Calvin Ridley, Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, and George Pickens. Ridley was taken ahead of Olave. Debo was taken ahead of T. Higgins. So in theory, that could have been, you know, Olave and and maybe Higgins, maybe not, but maybe Olave and Debo or Olave and Keenan. I Allen. think what we end up seeing though, just based on most ADPs, is Higgins goes before Olave. Right. He could have had either Higgins or Olave. I don't think he would have gotten both. One of them would have been taken by Jamie. Um, but anyway, this team is this team is Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey, and Brees Hall. Calvin Ridley, Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, George Pickens, with Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, and Jeff Wilson on the bench. Um, it's not a bad build, really. Just we just didn't love the wide receivers in rounds two and three. I think, right? No, the build the build is perfect. It's just again, if if those are swapped out, and and to be honest, Adam, if he had gone Olave, I probably take Mark Andrews there to just avoid taking both Bengals. Oh, right, because you had Chase already. You wouldn't have gone Higgins in round three. Okay. So maybe you could have had Olave and Higgins. Right. Um, all right. Uh, team four was uh, Adam, a different Adam. It went Adam 101. Tyreek Hill and Devontae Smith with his first two picks. His team is Jalen Hurts, uh, Najee Harris, Alexander Madison, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Smith, Tyler Lockett, Gabe Davis, and on his bench, oh, and Dalton Schultz at tight end. On his bench, we've got AJ Dillon, Zay Flowers, Tank Dell. We like this team. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See. 
Let's see. All right, Dave went with Kelsey, A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, D.J. Moore. So his starting lineup is Burrow at quarterback, Kelsey at tight end. Didn't pick a running back until round five. James Conner, Rashad White at running back, and then, bam, Brown, Higgins, D.J. Moore at, at wide receiver. Flex could be Samaj P. Ryan, Rashawn Johnson, Tank Bigsby, Odell Beckham. You like it, Dave? I, I like it. Every time I look at the running backs and I go, oh, God, really? Connor and Rashad White are my lead backs and P. Ryan in the flex. I have to give myself the reminder that I took Travis Kelsey. And that's what it comes down to. Like where I took Travis Kelsey, debated about getting a running back there. The only reason why I took Kelsey was to see what the team would look like if I drafted Travis Kelsey instead of a running back. There, there was a spot late in the draft uh, it was right before Jamie took Najoku. Najoku and Kincaid were both on the board. At that point, I was kind of like, oh, you know what? Like, if I had just taken Austin Eckler in round one, I could have gotten by with Najoku or Kincaid at tight end and and been really happy with this team. But Kelsey's pretty awesome. And if he's got a year like last year in him, then he's putting up numbers like a top five type of wide receiver. Doing it at my tight end spot gives me a huge advantage over the rest of you blokes. I think the nice thing that Dave did was he he got l- lucky, but played the board by not because we said, "Oh, take a quarterback in round five, really go zero RB," and look what happened to him in round six, ending up with with Joe Burrow. The only thing is, is it's and this is the same debate you know we had with I, I think with uh, Casey taking a, a fifth receiver as opposed to maybe a running back there. Would Dave have been better off with a receiver instead of James Conner? And I don't know if there was one at the time, but I'll tell you who was that, there. McLaurin. No, to get the, I mean, I see who was there, but you know, McLaurin, Godwin, Mike Williams, those type of guys, Christian Kirk, um, is that better than James Conner? You know, and just getting the stronger flex as opposed to even worrying about the running back, and that's where the zero RB theory comes into play. It's like, do you have the the strong flex, knowing it's a safer pick at, at the receiver spot, and then you still end up with Rashad White as your, as your number one, and even P Ryan as your number two, and then just, you know, instead of taking Beckham that spot, maybe that's another running back dart throw. You know, you're just kind of building that running back core out that way. So it's it's just a matter of you know. RB1 versus flex. And if James Conner hits, obviously you made the right choice, but you know, the safer play and maybe the still the more upside play would have been the fourth receiver. All right, let's go to team six. Doug started with Austin Eckler. So this was the experimental team that we drafted for Doug. Um, Eckler, Mahomes, Andrews is how we started. And then Aaron Jones. So no wide receiver until round five. So his starting lineup is Patrick Mahomes, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones. Wide receivers are McLaurin, Jordan Addison, and Brandon Cooks. Uh, James Cook will be his flex. And Higby. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he already has Andrews, right? So it's actually, I mean, look, McLaurin, Addison, Cook's not great, but starting James Cook in your flex could be great. I don't know. I think it worked out. Did it work out, Heath? Many ways to skin a cat. Yeah. This was maybe my favorite team until, well, I still think that, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on to Casey's team in Team 7. I still think Casey needs to take a quarterback like now because um, he has Anthony Richardson. But, you know, we still have got some good ones left. Casey is going to roll out Anthony Richardson, um, Ramondre Stevenson, who we took in the middle of round four, and then he's got a whole bunch of potential RB2s, Rashad Penny, Jalen Warren, Damian Harris, Chuba Hubbard. Um, we think that he should have taken Cam Akers instead of a fifth wide receiver. But his wide receivers are Cup, Waddle, Keenan Allen, and Chris Godwin. And George Kittle's his tight end. And I do want to say he was listening, and he said in the chat of the draft, 
Ben Gretsch and I are very similar in our thoughts. I still follow his work. So yeah. I, I was right about the idea of like the JSN pick, I think. Um, but it's a very good team. Okay. Uh, John had Bijan Robinson in the first round, and he will trot out a lineup of Lamar Jackson, Bijan Robinson, and Javante Williams, who we took in round six, Garrett Wilson, Amari Cooper, and Mike Williams. Um, Khalil Herbert could be the flex, and Evan Ingram is the tight end. We've got A-Chain, Algier, Deuce Vaughn on the bench, Rashad Bateman. I don't love this team. I don't know what it is, guys. I didn't love Amari Cooper in round three. I didn't love Mike Williams in round five. I didn't love Javante Williams in round six. Right. Maybe that's why I didn't love the team. But am I wrong here? So this, again, is Lamar Jackson, Bijan Robinson. RB2 is tough. Javante, Khalil Herbert... You know, could be RB two, but Garrett Wilson, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams, Rashad Bateman are his only, are his only wide receivers, and he is Ingram at tight end. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't know how you guys feel. I don't hate it. I mean, look, I I, I think Cooper maybe went a little bit too soon, but there there are people. I don't think we agree with this, but there are people that that do think that Cooper belongs ahead of Metcalf and Watson and and Judy, and if. You know, Deshaun Watson is right. His number one receiver has obviously been very fantastic the majority of his career. So Cooper still profiles as that guy. And so, look, Mike Williams, again, we probably, as we said, maybe went a couple spots too soon. But Bijan Wilson's a good place to be. Lamar Jackson's a good place to be. If Javante's right, that means there's a lot of questions, but it, it could certainly still work out. Yeah, I just think that if you can say Cooper should go ahead of Metcalf and Watson, but you could, but I don't think he should go ahead of Josh Allen. I don't think he should go ahead of Jameer Gibbs or Travis Etienne. Heath took Miles Sanders. So maybe just a different position there. And then he could have gotten probably Cooper sure. in round four, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you know, is is the combination of Josh Allen and what was the next receiver, DJ Moore? Yeah, it's probably better. All right, next team is mine. Uh, Stefan Diggs was my first pick, ninth overall. Josh Allen at quarterback. Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne at running back. Diggs. Christian Kirk, and then Sky Moore right now is my number three receiver. Um, Kyle Pitts at tight end. I have Cam Akers at flex. I also have Traylon Burks and Kadarius Toney on the bench with Elijah Mitchell, Jarek McKinnon, Jawan Johnson. So I knew I was going to be weak at wide receiver three. I didn't take that position until round eight, but I, I like the way my team turned out with Allen, Pitts, Diggs, Chubb, ETN anchoring it. Anybody have a problem with my team? The only concern I have is you may only have three receivers to start the season if Burks and Tony are not ready for week one. Yeah, you're right. And so that, like taking that combination, I know why you took the two Chiefs guys, I get it, but that combination probably is not the best route to go when you're trying to get some upside plays knowing that you only took those three guys with you know, your first nine picks. All right, guys. I, it's a riskier team than you normally draft. I like yeah. it, but it's, it's, it's definitely got more boom bust, I think, than normal. Let's go. I have to run to a you, meeting. You, uh, I'm sorry. You also so got, three teams left. got significant gifts with how Allen and Etienne fell. Yeah. I like the team, Adam. Thank you. Don't listen to the haters. All right, 10, no, I, 11, I, I, 12. I like his team. It's just the, the, that I think is risky. And, and I also think, like, I understand the Elijah Mitchell pick. That probably would have been uh, – that's your team? Yep. Um, I, I think, again, you probably should have prior. Like, I don't know why you're taking a second tight end. Um, because I'm reading all these teams and have 10 seconds to pick every time. And I just, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we have three teams left. Team 10 started with Barkley, um, Derek Henry, 
So this team will have Justin Herbert at quarterback, Barkley and Henry at running back, Metcalf, Ayuk, and Pittman at wide receiver, and Ken Walker at flex, which is very nice. Quentin Johnston on the bench. Oh, Pat Fryermuth is the tight end. So this team went with only one wide receiver in the first five rounds, but picked that that flex of Ken Walker, uh, and has Ayuk as Metcalf, Ayuk, and Pittman as the three receivers, and Fryermuth and Justin Herbert. So great running backs, great quarterback. I don't know. Thoughts? If he just does one thing differently, I love this team. Oh, what? Garrett Wilson over Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, if he knew he could get Walker in round five, maybe he would have done that. Uh, but yeah, in a three-receiver PPR league, starting running back, running back is is risky, especially with the risks associated with Derrick Henry. Team 11 started with Amonra St. Brown and Devontae Adams, then Jameer Gibbs. This team is Justin Fields, Gibbs, um, and Pacheco at running back. Strength of the team is wide receiver, obviously. St. Brown, Adams, and Judy, and Darren Waller. So this team is, you know, strong at quarterback with Fields, potentially with Waller at tight end, amazing at wide receiver, St. Brown, Adams, and Judy. We think amazing. Jameer Gibbs as like an anchor RB. And then you got Pacheco and Gibson and Mostert, Ty Chandler. Um, also Elijah Moore and Romeo Dobbs. Heath, I'm, I like this team. I'm giving it an A. What do you think? I was, I thought maybe it was my least favorite team so far. Um, <laughs> really? But I, I like Justin Field. But again, like that's more of a personal preference thing, probably. I'm the low guy on Judy, and I don't have Gibbs in round three, and I've got Darren Waller as a bust, and I don't like Isaiah Pacheco, so I'm probably not, I'm probably not going to like that team very much. Does anybody like this team? Very much so. Heath, it's good that this team drafted right before you. Right. Well, and as I say, like even Jamie, like Jamie doesn't like Devonte Adams with the second pick of round two. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that player at that spot, but I like the build. You know, I, I think again, if you if you, forget about where he drafts them, you come away from the draft knowing you got St. Brown, Adams, and Judy. That's a pretty good receiving core in this type of format. And then Jameer Gibbs, you know I'm very excited about him. So, you know, I, I think you gotta, you know, running backs can catch a lot of passes. Justin Fields is great value knowing how these quarterbacks have gone off the board. I think Darren Waller is a top three tight end. So I love that there. And then again, knowing that he did sort of a hero RB build to get Pacheco and Gibson and then some high upside guys. Moster could still be the best running back in Miami and Chandler might, you know, be pushing Alexander Madison by the middle of the season to be the starting running back there in Minnesota. So I don't particularly love all the players that he took, but I like the build. I like the concept. If he's going to go hero RB, then the first mistake he made was not taking Pollard in round one because when he was up, Pollard was there, but so was Lamb, Amon Ra, Devante, Garrett Wilson. Guaranteed that one of those wide receivers would make it back to him in round two. Why not take Pollard in round one? then your favorite wide receiver in round two. And then when you're up in round three, if you want to take Gibbs, you could still take Gibbs. But Watson was there. Judy was there if you wanted to take him. I, I think that he would have had a better build out, better players with the same idea of going hero RB if he had taken Pollard first. If you're going to go hero RB, get the hero. Go get one of those guys. Yeah. Gibbs but, is not but, a hero. No, but he didn't go uh, hero RB. It just... That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think him. he went in with the idea of I'm going here, I'll be, which is the right way to go. You know, don't go in with I'm locked into this strategy. He went with the player he thought was the best on the board, which was Amara St. Brown, which I'm not going to argue. And then again, he took his favorite receiver in the next round. And so at that point, he's like, okay, who's the next best player? I'm just, you know, putting myself in his head. I love those first four picks in, in theory, how he did it. Right. You just wouldn't have taken Adams there. If you, if you, again, for me, you, if, like, it, if, it, if it's St. Brown, AJ Brown, or Wilson there. Yeah. 
I love that. Absolutely. Right, guys, I, I'm sorry. I do have to run. So let's just do Heath's team here. It's a for work yeah. thing, I promise. Heath's team is um, Deshaun Watson at quarterback. He went with CeeDee Lamb and Pollard with his first two picks. Deshaun Watson and Daniel Jones, baby. All right. Uh, uh, Pollard and Miles Sanders. Lamb, Watson, Jahan Dotson. And the flex would be Michael Thomas or Mike Evans or maybe Brian Robinson. And TJ Hawkinson at tight end. You like it? No. Really? I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, hated like it? it. I hated it as soon as we got to round three, but it's, I mean, it's fine. It's just, it's, eh. I, if you had ETN instead of Sanders, I know you have Sanders higher. I would love right. this team. Yeah. But, what, there's, there's got to be more to it, Heath. What is it that you hate? No, I just think you don't get as many opportunities to have great difference makers picking in that spot. And I've got a lot of guys that are fine. Like I was happy with TJ Hawkinson because he fell to the end of round five. Right. But I don't. I don't think TJ Hawkinson's actually going to be. Like he's probably going to be two points per game better than, t- than tight end seven or something, or a point and a half better or something. I didn't get the the possible one of the great quarterbacks, and I didn't get one of my breakout quarterbacks in Richardson or Tua. So I'm just hoping that Deshaun Watson remembers how to process information and throw footballs. And so I just it's. It's fine. You got Daniel like Jones, maybe, bro. You're good. Yeah, maybe you know what, maybe I could. If, if you don't take the two the two old receivers and you do take your quarterback there, it's a much different team. Yeah, I guess I should have taken Anthony Richardson over Michael Thomas. Yeah. Could have done that. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks to our participants in the draft today. Thanks to Schaefer for setting this all up. Um, we got the mailbag coming up later this afternoon, but you'll hear it on Saturday. You can see it on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy football today. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Later. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.